Shock, shock, and more. Fucking shock, 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 and more. Fucking shock. Shut the fuck up. Are your freedoms being destroyed like free speech? Shut up! Then fucking stay here and be blunt about it. Shut up! Will you shut up? We'll be right back. So Carrie and Bush are from the Skull and Bones Club of Yale. Skull and Bones, which is the beginning of their rituals into the satanic orders. Shut up! You know, uh, uh, you know, anal fucks. Shut the fuck up! Okay, John Kerry Cohen gave George Bush Jr. his satanic rights. And they lay down in a coffin full of mud to do this in. So you're saying that John Kerry and George Bush had anal sex together in college in a coffin full of mud. That's right. I am saying that. And because John Kerry calling George Bush Jr. Okay, Carol, 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 what do you have to say about that? That sounds pretty shitty to me. <laughs> blunt. Do you like to be blunt? We don't sugarcoat shit. Listen Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 noon Pacific Standard Time. You'll hear things you've never heard before. Renegade Talk Radio. Hello, Renegade Nation. This is Everly Isby. Back at you once again. This is Connecting the Dots on Renegade Talk Radio. And I tell you, I'm once again, I can't wait for this election to be over. Oh, my God. I can't take it anymore. Uh, and I don't want to talk too much about it. In fact, I'm not going to talk about the election pretty much at all. But I did kind of notice something uh, yesterday, I think it was. But um, And that is, is that NASA, and this has to do with the whole climate change stuff. Which I think is something that really needs to be talked into a lot more. A lot of people are confused by it. A lot of people uh, really think that the human footprint is responsible for global warming and rising sea levels because of all the bureaucrats and politicians and the scientists who are being paid off to go along. Some scientists uh, and geologists and you know all the people that are involved with climate and weather and earth changes and all that kind of stuff. Um, some of them are being paid and I don't know, probably all sorts of things to go along with this party line of saying it's the human footprint that's responsible for the earth changes that are happening now. Well, so I just wanted to point out this little article to you. It was called, um, from Armstrong Economics. It's a great site, Armstrong Economics. Anyway, um, and it says NASA has reported that Antarctic sea ice, you know, which is different from the Arctic, which is the north, the Antarctic is down below, right? Down in the south, has reached a new record maximum. Meanwhile, top Russian scientist Dr. Hababulo Abdusamatov, uh, my apologies if I pronounced that incorrectly, um, who is the head of space research for the Polkovo Observatory at the Russian Academy of Sciences, has come out and stated that the new mini-ice age began at the end of 2015. (laughs) Using data from ice core samples, the models also targeted, uh, and that's from Armstrong Economics, Uh, they have indicators of a lot of this stuff and they're very accurate. So Armstrong Economics models also targeted that the last quarter of 2015 as the turning point in the decline in the energy output of the sun. So this is really interesting stuff. You know, everybody's saying that it's getting warmer, we're going through, you know, so, and okay, and meanwhile, I caught this in another article. 
John Kerry is traveling to Antarctica, along with a variety of other stops along the way, starting tomorrow, November 7th. This is November 6th, 2016. And here's a quote from an article about his stop there. The White House hopes that the Secretary of State participated in the Paris Conference on Climate Change a year ago, will be able to draw attention to the problem of melting polar ice caps and rising sea levels. <laughs> There's your propaganda, folks. Renegade Nation, come on, wake up. If you think the, the, what's happening, what they're saying is happening, is happening, mm, screw your head back on straight. Who do you trust, a politician, a bureaucrat, or a top scientist in regards to the actual conditions going on in Antarctica? Some years back when I was still being, when it was still being called the global warming meme, you remember that? Everything was global warming, global warming. Well, everyone pointed to the calving of a huge block of ice down in Antarctica. I can't say it. It's a hard word to say, Antarctica. Um, the ice mass which calved was about the size of Rhode Island. But I have to say to you, Renegade Nation, this is all relative. You have to consider the actual size of Antarctica. It is the largest continent on the entire planet. Huge movements of ice flows is a constant, and that calving incident only represents a very small area of Antarctica. And of the rest of Antarctica, it's actually been growing in its ice mass for quite a long time. There's more ice down there than anywhere. So the human-caused climate change is highly scientifically controversial, mainly because the data set does not account for the natural climate changes over the centuries. You know, there are hundreds of years of cycles. There's thousands of years in cycles. There's all these different cycles going on. We happen to be always going through cycles of climate change. That's what the Earth does. That's all natural. And what's interesting is that the energy output of the sun has been totally ignored in all of their, you know, computer modeling. <laughs> and the advocates focus entirely on the CO2 levels, which are at their lowest levels, not the highest levels, by the way, in a very long time. Plus, Renegation, if you take the time to check it out, every planet in our solar system is going through some major changes in their atmospheres as well, not just the planet Earth. There is no major industrial base, no human populations that we're aware of, and no combustion engine automobiles and trucks on any of the other planets in our solar systems, so it's not about CO2 levels or a human footprint. It's changes across the solar system and beyond. What are the governments, the UN and so forth, doing to fix the global climate change? What can they do? Seriously. Ponder that. The whole climate change meme is just a way to take more money out of your pockets in taxation and the introduction of austerity measures, telling you how much energy you can use at home, raising your utility rates, raising gas prices, telling you what foods to consume, and so on and so forth down the line. This is how they steal everything from you, continually, in an ongoing way. It's climate change, folks, and we're the problem. There's too many people on the planet. We should get rid of a lot of them. Yes, we need to get rid of people. Let's start killing them off with 
chemicals in the pharmaceutical industry and GMO products in the food and chemtrails in the sky and uh, and uh, we'll be fucking with weather, weather modification and we'll do that in a warlike way with other countries as well. And then we'll blame the average Joe Schmo out there for driving a car and having a house that has air conditioning and heating. Mm-hmm. Right. And if you find what I'm saying hard to believe, you're actually believing into this, that the human beings are responsible, there is a great book by the late, great Michael Crichton. Um, Michael Crichton, you know, he wrote a lot of great novels, fictional novels, uh, which were a lot of them were turned into great movies, like Jurassic Park, for example. Um, he also produced and created the old television show back in the 90s, E.R., on television, uh, which is where George Clooney got his big shot to start him that took him over into the la-la land of films. Um, but Michael Crichton uh, put himself through college and medical school writing. And in fact, after he got into the medical profession and saw a lot of problems with it, he realized, hey, I'm making more money writing my novels <laughs> than I'll ever make as a doctor. So he started writing movies, but he's a scientifically minded guy. So all of his stories are usually involving plenty of research on his part um, uh, on a certain subject matter, whether it's science, technology, uh, medis- med- medical aspects, just all kinds of stories. And then he weaves a really great fictional story around the true evidence around the subject matter. It's a great read, Michael Crichton. And he wrote a book called State of Fear. And uh, it's a it's fun read. I love this book. Um, But he did a lot of research because this was when global warming was really hitting the airwaves. You know, it's global warming, folks. And so he started scratching his head and going, you know, I'm going to go down into the facts of this stuff and start doing some research and talking to scientists and so on and so forth. And he came down to some very strong conclusions that it's not the human footprint. It's something very else entirely. So he wrote a really great, great story called State of Fear. Uh, that that talks into what's really happening on the planet. What are the agendas of the governments and UN and different aspects, uh, environmental charities and so on and so forth. And at the end of his book, he says, you know, I have no agendas here. I'm not going to be making money off of climate change or global warming or whatever you want to call it. I just wanted to look at the facts and so that's why he wrote the story. So if you really want to do some uh, chewing on it and really start to understand what the agendas are really about climate change, global warming, whatever they're calling it, read that book, State of Fear. It's a really good read. So, because um, it's, it's, once again, it's politicians and bureaucrats who don't have any scientific knowledge and, and legal people, you know, they take scientists' um, work in the field uh, and their studies and, and everything, the research, and then they send it into, you know, these UN, you know, programs and, 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 and they sign off on it. And then the legal people and the bureaucrats get in there and they start changing what the scientists' findings are. That's what's really going on, folks. So anyway, I'm sure you probably know all that, but I have to rant about that stuff every once in a while. <laughs> so I'm going to take a break here. I want to remind you to check out Renegade Match. Uh, it has live chat, live chat, webcam, text, voice, and video. 
So if you're looking for your next love, perhaps friends with benefits, or maybe if you're looking for that special someone, or maybe even your next ex, <laughs> go check out Renegade Match at renegadematch.com. This is Everly Isby on Connecting the Dots. I'll be back in just a few moments. And this is Renegade Talk Radio. Fellas, are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com, and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Plus, a free extra gift so sensual, we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type BABE69 for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code BABE69 at adamandeve.com. We don't sugarcoat shit. <laughs> this is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Hello again, Renegade Nation. This is Everly Isby. I'm connecting the dots here on Renegade Talk Radio. And I'm going into this next set. You know, I have to say, I am really, 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 very, very happy um, about the fact that on past shows I've talked about the fact that Julian Assange may have been arrested or maybe dead. And I was very happy just yesterday, I think it was, to find out that he is alive and well and still at the Ecuadorian embassy in London because he just did an interview. And it's a very incendiary interview uh, in a John Pilger special, courtesy of Dartmouth Films, in which he summarizes what can be gleaned from the tens of thousands of Clinton emails released by WikiLeaks this year. Um... Uh, and I'll just speak into some of the subject matter discussed in the interview later in the show. Because first, in today's news, it's been announced that the FBI's director, Comey, has folded once again on the Clinton email investigation, saying new, new conclusions after reopening under massive pressure, by the way, thanks to the NYPD, who are tracking the sex aspect of the Wiener scandal. Isn't that funny, Wiener? Anyway, um, they discovered the missing emails on Wiener's laptop. So under the pressure by N and the NYPD, Comey had to reopen the investigation. But now he's backing back down. I can't imagine what kind of pressure Comey must be under. We can only surmise, but I imagine it must be rather intense or threatening. Or maybe he's involved on some level himself. You just never know. This goes so deep. So anyway, he's back down to the establishment. And this is absolutely disgusting to me. How about you, Renegade Nation? Actually, it's not that surprising to me, I guess, I have to say. I mean, I was initially kind of like, what? And then I went, eh, business as usual. And that's because of the level of criminality in D.C. and the connection to the real scandal, which is not the emails. That's just kind of like your, that's breadcrumbs. Um, but it's the many varied treasonous aspects behind the Clinton Foundation itself. 
That is the real key. The emails are what leads to the real deal, which is the Clinton Foundation. From what I'm reading, the D.C. establishment is so enmeshed on so many levels with the foundation, I'd say all the way to the top levels of government and across multitudinous agencies and multinational corporations to the treason busily at work there. The internal war unfolding with intelligence and law enforcement standing against Obama and the corrupt Department of Justice under Lynch is really heating up. The FBI realizes that Lynch's Department of Justice will protect Hillary at all costs and will never allow her to be criminally charged. They have no reason now but to leak everything, the intelligence community, that they can to show the corruption going on in the Department of Justice. There are 650,000 emails on Wiener's laptop. 650,000 emails. I can't even fathom that number. Meanwhile, Huma Abedinabadu, his estranged wife, and Hillary's right hand is preparing for her own criminal charges of obstruction of justice. She did not turn over that laptop when ordered to do so. She's now crying that she doesn't know how her emails wound up on her husband's computer. Yeah, right. According to the Washington Post, anyway, that's what she said. She's, she is saying that, and it is not plausible. Is it, Renegade Nation? It's just not plausible. How did my emails wind up on my husband's laptop? <gasps> she had to be using that computer. Oh, she may try to claim that her husband hacked her emails to escape the criminal charges, but that will get really messy. It would also mean there was a major breach of security. Now the FBI is letting the press know that Clinton's server was hacked by at least five foreign intelligence agencies. There are now also two additional investigations into Hillary on that score. The State Department has revealed that there were 10 attempts to hack Hillary in just two days. You know, Renegade Nation, this election is going down in history as the tipping point for the United States. It has revealed how corrupt Congress really is. The federal corporations masquerading as legitimate government? Not. We even have former Bush Sr. saying he will vote for Hillary. That comes as no surprise to me. The Bushes and the Clintons have been thick as thieves for decades. This election is about the continuation of the criminality. They're pushing to save the politicians rather than the country. That's very clear to me, isn't it, Renegade Nation? Is it clear to you? It's clear to me. I mean, even Podesta, John Podesta, began a lobbying firm with his brother, which now collects $120,000 per month in a fee from Saudi Arabia. I wonder what the details are on that very special moolah deal. Hillary's tried to slander Assange, saying all these hacks came from Russia. Assange has come out and bluntly said that the hacked Clinton emails didn't come from the Russian government, but it is more probable that they may be coming from sources inside the USA. Do not forget, hello, 
the NSA. They are storing everyone's emails, texts, messages, and phone calls, so none of this stuff has actually ever been lost. The NSA is potentially utilizing WikiLeaks to let these emails out. God only knows the real truth behind it all, but I've read in quite a few reliable places, which I talked about on the last show, that the NSA and others in security and intelligence do not want Hillary in the White House for some very good reasons. Okay, I'm going to take a quick break here, Renegade Nation. I'll be back uh, for that Julian Assange interview. Just some of the questions and answers uh, in the interview that he did, uh, John Pilger did, with Julian Assange at the Ecuadorian embassy. So, um, I'll be back in just a moment. We don't sugarcoat shit. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Hello, Renegade Nation. This is Everly Isby, connecting the dots right here on Renegade Talk Radio. And I'm coming back to you, uh, as I said before, I'm going to bring some salient points that Assange, Julian Assange, made in this interview with John Pilger. And the entire interview is in my links, the interview. Uh, The transcript, you can read uh, the interview. And there's also videos within the transcript so that you can watch the interview as well. And I will read this as as, because it's an interview. When it's John Pilger asking a question, I'll just say, question. And when it's uh, Julian Assange, I will just say answer, just so you kind of can keep in your head who's talking. So, question. The Clinton campaign has said that Russia is behind all this, that Russia has manipulated the campaign and is the source for WikiLeaks and its emails. Answer. The Clinton camp has been able to project that kind of neo-McCarthy hysteria that Russia is responsible for everything. Hillary Clinton stated multiple times, falsely, that 17 U.S. intelligence agencies had assessed that Russia was the source of our publications. That is false. We can say that the Russian government is not the source. WikiLeaks has been publishing for 10 years, and in those 10 years, we have published 10 million documents, several thousand individual publications, several thousand different sources, and we never got it wrong. Also, Renegade Nation, Assange speaks further into WikiLeaks and Russia by saying this, and this is further along in the interview, but I'm pulling it together here. He said, We have published some 800,000 documents of various kinds that relate to Russia. Most of those are critical. And a great many books have come out of our publications about Russia, most of which are critical. Our Russian documents have gone on to be used in quite a number of court cases, refugee cases of people fleeing some kind of claimed political persecution in Russia, which they use our documents to back up. So back to the interview here, here's uh, the question. The emails that give evidence of access for money and how Hillary Clinton herself benefited from this and how she is benefiting politically are quite extraordinary. I'm thinking of when the Qatari representative was given five minutes with Bill Clinton for a million-dollar check. Answer. And $12 million from Morocco for Hillary Clinton to attend a party. Question. In terms of the foreign policy of the United States, that's where the emails are most revealing, where they show the direct connection between Hillary Clinton and the foundation of jihadism, of ISIS, ISIL. 
in the Middle East. Can you talk about how the emails demonstrate the connection between those who are meant to be fighting the jihadists of ISIS and ISIL are actually those who have helped create it? Answer. There's an early 2014 email from Hillary Clinton, not so long after she left the State Department to her campaign manager, John Podesta, that states ISIL is funded by the governments of Saudi Arabia and Saudi Arabia and Qatar. Now, this is the most significant email in the whole collection, and perhaps because Saudi and Qatari money is spread all over the Clinton Foundation. Even the U.S. government agrees that some Saudi figures have been supporting ISIS or ISIL. But the dodge has always been that, well, it's just some rogue princes using their cut of the oil money to do whatever they like, but in actuality, the government disapproves. But that email says, no, it is the governments of Saudi and Qatar that have been funding ISIS. Under Hillary Clinton, the world's largest ever arms deal was made with Saudi Arabia worth more than $80 billion. In fact, during her tenure as Secretary of State, total arms exports from the United States, in terms of the dollar value, doubled. Right there, Renegade Nation, the arms sales of this scale by Hillary to Saudi Arabia, that's how ISIS and ISIL and all of their mercenary forces spreading around the world, but especially in the Mideast, are getting their arms through the Clinton Foundation. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to go back to parts of this Assange interview here. And this is uh, Assange saying, Hillary represents a whole network of people and a network of relationships with particular states. The question is, how does Hillary Clinton fit in this broader network? She's a centralizing cog. You've got a, a lot of different gears in operation from the big banks like Goldman Sachs and major elements of Wall Street and intelligence and people in the State Department and the Saudis. So she's the smooth central representation of all that. And all that is more or less what is in power now in the United States. It's what we call the establishment or the D.C. consensus. One of the more significant Podesta emails that we released was about how the Obama cabinet was formed and how half the Obama cabinet was basically nominated by a representative from Citibank. This is quite amazing. Question, didn't Citibank supply a list? Answer, yes. Question, which turned out to be most of the Obama cabinet? Answer, yes. Question, so Wall Street decides the cabinet of the President of the United States? Answer, if you were following the Obama campaign back then closely, you could see that it had become very close to banking interests. Here Assange answers this question about the U.S. NATO invasion of Libya. Because this is another important point about Hillary. So uh, Assange says, Libya, more than anyone else's war, was Hillary Clinton's war. Barack Obama initially opposed it. Who was the person championing it? Hillary Clinton. That's documented throughout her emails. She had put her favorite agent, Sidney Blumenthal, onto that. There's more than 1,700 emails out of the 33,000 Hillary Clinton emails that we've published 
just about Libya. It's not that Libya has cheap oil. She perceived the removal of Gaddafi and the overthrow of the Libyan state, something that she could use in her run-up to the general election for president. So in late 2011, there is an internal document called the Libya TikTok that was produced for Hillary Clinton, and it's the chronological description of how she was the central figure in this destruction of the Libyan state, which resulted in around 40,000 deaths within Libya. Jihadists moved in, ISIS moved in, leading to the European refugee and migrant crisis. Not only did you have people fleeing Libya, people fleeing Syria, the destabilization of other African countries as a result of arms flows, but the Libyan state itself was no longer able to control the movement of people through it. Libya faces along to the Mediterranean Sea and had been effectively the cork in the bottle of Africa. So all of Africa's problems, economic problems, civil wars in Africa, previously people fleeing those problems didn't end up in Europe because Libya policed the Mediterranean. That was said explicitly at the time back in early 2011 by Gaddafi himself. What do these Europeans think they're doing trying to bomb and destroy the Libyan state? There's going to be floods of migrants out of Africa and jihadists into Europe. And this is exactly what happened. Question. You get complaints from people saying, what is WikiLeaks doing? Are they trying to put Trump in the White House? Answer. My answer is that Trump would not be permitted to win. Why do I say that? Because he's had every establishment offside. Trump doesn't have one establishment maybe with the exception of the evangelicals, if you can call them an establishment, but banks, intelligence agencies, arms companies, big foreign money are all united behind Hillary Clinton and the media as well, media owners and even journalists themselves. So there you have it, Renegade Nation, and that's just part of the interview. It's a very revealing interview indeed. I've been reading a lot about the vote rigging going on, and I'm not going to speculate the outcome of this insanity called an election. But as I said on my last show, I'm done with it. But I do know and agree that the establishment does not want Trump in because they won't be able to continue their treasonous activity that the Clintons have provided to the D.C. Wall Street military industrial complex establishment. Untold numbers of people involved in this are laughing all the way to the bank, especially the Clinton cabal. And who's aligned with the Clintons? The Bush cabal, among others. They've been very close since way back when Bill was attorney general, then governor of Arkansas back in the late 70s forward, with their drug-running operations out of Mena, Arkansas. It's all historical. You can look all this stuff up if you don't believe me. This criminality goes way, way back, my friends. They all want Hillary in. Most of the country doesn't, but the people, I seriously doubt, will have final say. Beyond the vote rigging, there's the electoral college that we have to consider. I'm not calling it, but I'm not hopeful, renegade nation. And I'm not even for Trump, my, for, for Trump myself, as I've told you before. I don't believe in all of this. Uh, this is a corporatocracy. These are private corporations. The federal government 
is a foreign-owned for-profit corporation, just like IBM or Microsoft or Burger King. And they are not representing you. They haven't for a long, long time. So this is not our election to begin with. I've made this point before. I'll just keep saying it. You do what you feel is right for you, Renegade Nation. If you feel that you should try to get out and vote for whoever, or none of the above, or however you're looking at it, you know, do what you feel is right. But to me, if, if or when she gets in, we'll have criminality on steroids. It's mind-numbing. It's actually very sad. So I'm going to wrap it up for today. But I want to let you know that there is, is cause to celebrate here. Sky Pilot Radio is back up and better than ever. The Maximum Mix from the 60s through the 80s. Non-stop music. Rolling Stones. Stevie Wonder. Beatles. Classic hits. Sky Pilot Radio Las Vegas. The soundtrack of your life. For the best music from the 60s through the 80s. All from the libraries of the great M.G. Kelly and the real Don Steele. Two of the greatest disc jockeys in America. And it's all back up after having to deal with some tef- technical difficulties. Like my voice today. My, my, I can't pronounce my words very well today. I don't know what's going on. Another reason to wrap up my show. But Sky Pilot plays the music you just don't hear anymore on corporate radio. In fact, I was listening to it while prepping for this show. And I heard music I hadn't heard in years. Lifted my spirits. And it'll lift yours. It's just what we need in these bullshit times to remind us that it is good to be alive. Click on the Sky Pilot banner right on Renegade Talk Radio and just let it play. It's wunderbar, Renegade Nation. This is Everly Isby signing off on Connecting the Dots right here on Renegade Talk Radio. Take care, and I'll talk to you soon.